Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. Hey, we are at episode 23 of Bewitching the Home. And today we have interior designer Nate Yergorian coming on to share their origin story of interior design, how they were inspired as a child, got pulled away for a little bit, and then jumped right back in, tried out a partnership, and um, started off actually by designing dog beds of all things and is now uh, a designer of a casino. So it's super exciting to see the growth and how they've navigated this design world. Interviewing these designers earlier this week on Tuesday with Dee and Alicia and today with Nate. And then next week we will have another designer coming on is part of a designer series in collaboration with my membership group um, that is a mentorship for holistic interior designers. The membership is called Design Kevin, and this is for anyone that is thinking about entering the design field um, for the first time or as a second career or a student that's currently in design school or even an interior designer that's starting out their business or somebody that is looking to pivot and start focusing on the holistic space of interior design, which I'm super, super excited about. Uh, this is really something that is near and dear to my heart. I've mentioned it before about just wanting to create space for designers coming into the field because I did not have that uh, when I first came out into the design world. And I really want to help support them in their journey. I have many, many years of experience that I would love to share. I would love to share my relationships, my partnerships with vendors and showrooms, and also just to give a space for other interior designers to share their stories and for us to learn from them. So it's going to be a beautiful collection of designers, vendors, showroom, artists, um, all the things. So if you would like to join, there will be a link um, in the show notes. Uh, the doors open on June 1st. So they've already been open. Um, we're ready to go. And it's just a really, really exciting time. So I invite you all to check that out. And I hope you enjoy our conversation with Nate. Hello, I'm Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of Sacred Space through holistic interior design and magic. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, where we discover new concepts, meet creatives, and conscious businesses that contribute to creating an enchanted home filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for us, our families, and Mother Earth. A home connected to our highest vibration that brings us balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Bewitching the Home. We have a special guest, Nate, who is a local interior designer here in San Diego. We are going to dive into their practices 
of design, um, connect with their origin story. And uh, before we do that, we're going to go ahead and light our candle to get us into the present moment, um, calling in just that creative spirit of communication, connection, and just, you know, fire and creation is my favorite. So we're going to go ahead and light candle. I'm going to ring our bell. Just connecting to the present moment. And of course, I'm going to pull a card. So we're pulling from a Radiant Crystal deck, which we had Carrie on a bit ago. Carrie is also an interior designer. She does more commercial work and she is um, connected, of course, to intuition. And she's created several decks, but she's got this crystal deck that I adore. So we're going to pull a crystal um, for today. Ooh, this one just jumped out. So I'm going to grab that. Oh, Black Obsidian. So beautiful. So black obsidian is strength, support, and protection. And this is connected to our root chakra. So really getting into our bodies, vibration number six. And this is connected to Scorpio and Sagittarius. The affirmation here is I am transformed through encouragement and growing, grounding, sorry, and grounding. Uh, Black obsidian is a stone of protection and is a cleanser of dark energy. It encouraged happiness and good fortune and aids in encouraging emotional and physical strength and support during times of stress. And the, she always um, corresponds it with a, a flower. And we've got the snapdragon here, which is also for strength, protection, and grace. So lots of strength. Uh, this is like, this is really interesting of having this, this strength, this grounding, this protective energy around us. Um, Whenever I use obsidian, I'm always thinking about like putting myself in a big black obsidian sphere whenever I'm feeling like I need extra um, protection, whether that's like just protecting my energy um, or whatever it is. So that's really beautiful. What's our card, Nate? We got, we got a hey. <laughs> Um And then I also wanted to share what I'm drinking, what I'm nourishing myself with. And then I'd love to know what you, what is your ritual for in nourishment with um, liquids? So I've got a Daisy Wild Paru tea. And Paru, I don't know if you are aware of Amy, me, but she's here in San Diego. She has the most beautiful um, tea room in La Jolla and in um, Point Loma. It's really, really gorgeous. It's You would love the design. It's like minimal and um, it's just really clean and bright and beautiful. And it's really inspiring. So this is wild green tea with daisy chrysanthemums. So it's got like um, and it's loose leaf, so it's got flowers and green tea and all all sorts of things. I love tea. <laughs> I love tea. So what do you got over there? What are you nourishing yourself with? What what I am nourishing myself with is a little more simpler. It's just um it's a Celsius. I use it usually drink it after my pre workout and uh, go to the gym. So it has like B twelves, no sugars, kind of gives you that extra kick without the caffeine to get you going through the day. So I love it. I'm gonna have to check it out, and we'll um, have to put the link in the show notes too, so people can get more info and check that out. That sounds rad. All right, neat. So um, what's home for you right now? What's home for me right now? You mean my personal space or like for uh, clients? It could, it could be your, what I mean. whatever, yeah, whatever you're like feeling at the moment. Um, it could be an energy sense. It could be your physical space, like where you're at and, and where you live in. And so it's really just open. I think for home, it's uh, for me, for clients and myself right now, it's something that you walk into at the end of the day and you're like, oh, 
You know what I mean? Like it, whether that's like, doesn't have to be like super duper fancy, but you have like that one thing on the wall, like maybe, yes. you know, artwork from like your Nana, or it's like a cool painting that you saved up for or something you did yourself. Just that space of just like, ah, oh, I'm home. But you just, you feel comfortable. Like you can kick off your shoes, do it over. You can have friends over anytime. Just be proud of where you are and like, love it. So I love that. Yeah. I, I do feel like a home is like a recharge and it's a space to just release. Right. And our, yeah. I'm so glad you brought up art. Art is such a huge, huge aspect of our spaces. Yeah. yeah. And so you can see of, that one behind me. Yeah. I, yeah. The one behind me, it's from our artist. Um, I don't know if anybody knows his name, Shane Bowden. He's out of Australia. And he did the Vogue offices and some of uh, what's KKW's house and stuff. And so he was here in La Jolla and he had this huge gallery. And then so we saw it and I was like, this is one of my biggest purchases. Like the walls, like it barely fits it. But I'm like, we'll make it work. <laughs> it's it's things like that that make a home. Like, you know, you're going to, the things you find that you just love. And so I have it so I can see it from all aspects of the house. And so it's pretty cool. That's so rad. And what part of the house is it in? What room is it in? This is my dining room. So it's right in front of the table, behind the table. Yeah. So. No room. Gorgeous. No, yeah. I look at it, I see something different, right? It's like sometimes I see like a squirrel or something or like, you know, different things. So I'm like, oh, it's interesting. So I've had it for like four years now and every day it's like, I didn't notice that before. So it's cool. That's super rad. Yes. I'm curious too, like when you're looking at it during the day, when it does change, like maybe there's something there that's wanting you to see at that moment. It's true. You know, especially too, with the colors, like back when I first started, I think it was a reflection of like where I was in life. Mm -hmm. Like everything was like black, black, black. And now I'm like, I can't get enough color. Like, so it's just like, I think it's like a reflection of like, yeah. So I was, I remember when I first started dating my partner and he came to my house and he's like, what's up with all this artwork or just like black paintings I did and I was just like I thought I was happy then but now it's just interesting how subconsciously you evolve as you evolve like in your life and your career like how your home evolves too you know mm -hmm. so constantly changing so oh my god I love that you're coming into this color phase that's so rad yeah yeah so I have yeah one day I'll do a tour but I have a lot of other colorful stuff and everything too so I love oh my god that would be so rad I would love to do a tour of your space or yeah <laughs> Take a look at all yeah. of these things. That's so cool. So tell me, um, how did you get into design? What was the catalyst? Or is this something you've always just been? It's, you know, people always ask that and they always ask like, oh, what would you do if you weren't doing design? I'm like, I know nothing other than that. So, <laughs> um, I mean, when I was little, I used like talking about like five to six, I'd be in my room with like Lincoln Logs and Legos and like building, I would lay out everything and lay out the floor plans and then I would get my cousin's doll furniture and put it in the kitchen set. I'm like, well, if the sun comes in this way, you know, what does that look like? And just kind of like reworking. Yep. And one of my favorite memories is like jumping on my dad's lap and, you know, everyone would want to like play stuff. And I was like, dad, what is it I want? Well, what is it that I want to be again? He's like, you want to be an architect? You want to be a designer? Because I always have to ask him because everyone else was doing all this other stuff. And like, I was so excited just laying out floor plans. Like, that's it. I was set. So that kind of catapulted. <laughs> Uh, that and so that's what I always went to school for and I went to San Diego uh, date uh, fun fact I actually never finished because I got swooped up in the uh, retail world so right. I was like super excited to work for this company that was like all the rage in 2000 I was like oh, oh yeah God, I'm totally validated Abercrombie <laughs> picked me I'm moving up like look at me now and so um and then that fizzled out and then it, you know 10 12 years ago I was like 
what do I do? And that's kind of, I just met my partner. Um, he's like, well, do what you always love. And so I went from that to starting my own business. And it just, I can't believe it's been like 10 or 11 years now. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's so horrible. It's a lot, a lot. And I'm like, holy moly, no stopping now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what I've you always had an eye for design. Mm. Just love it. Yeah, I, I feel that too, like with anyone that I'm, you know, talking with or other designers, it's always, it seems like there's some innate thing that is yeah like within us that just like, even as young children, like we've always moved furniture, moved things around. It's yes. just <laughs> My parents are going to come home from work and they're like, where, I mean, what are you doing? I'm like, just, I'm like, I'm like 10 years old pushing the sofa and doing this over here and that my mom would probably be afraid to go to work. So you come home like, okay, well, this is our new dining room. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Everyone else is playing basketball outside. And I'm like, I'm going to rearrange the furniture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember like being, you know, in a room and to move the bed, you like, I would sit and yes. push my back against the wall and push with my feet. <laughs> yeah. And the carpet would roll up. You're like, oh my God. You have to like, yeah. <laughs> You're just like sweating it out and yanking stuff. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know I would close my door and then like rearrange the room and then like when it's done, like, okay, for the big refill, I'm like, yeah, come see, come see, come see. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, great, you have a beanbag hanging on the wall. I do, I'm just so crazy. At one time I actually uh, painted my room <laughs> with uh, food coloring. Remember when sponge paint was like- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. College. Yeah. So I took food coloring and sponge painted a border around it and like, A, it's not paint. And so to paint over it, the food color kept absorbing in the sheetrock. So my parents had to have a whole house, like re my room re-sheetrocked it so they could paint it because the blue paint food dye would just keep coming through and soaking through. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. I love it. That's so funny. Um, so what are what are the projects that you're doing right now? Are you, are, is it mostly homes or are you doing bases? You know. It's so crazy because I think we can all be a test to like, I don't think anybody ever really saw this coming during the pandemic, but I feel like our industry jumped up like 60%. Yeah. And I'm just like, and now we're, you know, we're also still trying to catch up. Um, so right now it's just crazy. So I have about 12 residentials, but okay. now so I'm remodeling a casino, which is like, I thought it was just like one room, but it's like two restaurants, the break room, the gift shop, the lobby, oh the lobby bar, and the other hotel and stuff like that. So it just keeps populating. So I have to say very, very, that's why that card's perfect. Cause the strength of the strength right now, I'm like, <laughs> I could use a day without anxiety attack would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be so good. And, um, you know, the other stone that's really good for anxiety is lapetalite, which is really beautiful. I'll send you a link on it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, even like in our homes, like at night, sometimes if I'm feeling like a little wonky or like my energy is getting pulled or I'm just needing a little security or support, I would, I do like just envision that black obsidian kind of covering the house. So like even for you yeah. at, at night or whatever, just being in your bubble and, and just creating a, a really safe supportive space for you. Cause we do, we like, I wake up in the middle of the night thinking about a client and it's like, you know, it's almost like in panic mode. I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I revert to like my five kid, it's like kid where I'm going to get in trouble. I'm just like, okay. And at the end of the day, it's, it's a pillow or a sofa. We're not, it's not brain surgery. Like everything's going to be okay. So to like breathe, do my whole, like I have a whole routine in the morning that gets me ready. So. It's, oh, you do? What's your routine? 
Well, I usually start my day around 3.30 in the morning. So okay. I just get up and like read a little bit. Then I go to the gym for like an hour and a half. And that's just like my time where like phones down, put on some Whitney Houston remixes, just really concentrate on like making sure like physically I'm up to par. Then I come home, yeah. make breakfast, uh, not to be a sappy, but then uh, we have like 10, 15 minutes where me and my partner cuddle in bed with our little Frenchie Lola. And then it's like around seven o'clock was when I kind of start like ready. So mm. I just, yeah, it's what works for me because I spent so many years just like waking up and going right into work. And then like, I, that's the anxiety just is like crazy. So I have to have like my personal time in the morning where I get all my stuff done and organized and then I go. So, Got it. Well, yeah. you love it. It's a process. <laughs> and are you doing all these projects by yourself or are you, do you have help and assistance? Well, I feel that I have like, I mean, I, yes, of course I have help. A, the casino project, they have their whole, like you have the casino, then behind that you have a whole like warehouse of like people that get stuff done left and oh, right. Thanks. So that's all manageable. DRC, which I know, you know, is amazing. Like, I just love the quality of work. And like, this is what I need. So I'm looking for ETA price go. So in that aspect, I mean, I could really use a personal assistant right now, but yeah. I feel like it's like my ego, just like, they're not going to do it how I would do it. So why waste yeah. the time? But then I, then that triggers the stress. I'm like, well, take your battle. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, the beginning too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned DRC and cause we're going to be, um, in the membership group that's launching June 1st. I'm not sure when this episode will come out, but, um, you know, it's a membership for aspiring designers and we're going to be partnering with them, um, which is where one night ran into you over there. I was meeting yeah. with, um, the with Lauren and, uh, we were just like brainstorming, like how we can you know, share this beautiful resource with these aspiring designers so that they have yeah. support. Like it's all about our relationships yeah. and our team and our support. Yeah. And there's so many ways that we can build a team that we're not, you know, I feel, I feel like too, people might think that when you think of a team, it's we're paying all these people, but yeah, but really it's like, we're building teams within the vendors and the products and the manufacturers and and yeah, they're getting paid through like our purchases, but it's not like a direct. And so it's just another way of looking at it and knowing that they want to support you and they want to help you and vice versa. Like we really want to support them as, you know, a small business and yeah. creating something big, um, you know, with all of us. Yeah, I agree. Like all this stuff, like the paperwork and everything they handle, that's why I think we all started young. You know what I mean? We're like, we get the, you know, Jerome's and stuff, which is totally fine. Yeah. It's just like, when things get damaged and the quality and you're replacing it, it's just like you eventually progress, you know, like in your business and your career and you kind of appreciate why this, this is this price for a chair because of what goes behind it, the detail, the artisanship and how it's all handled, which is so, I'm just thankful for them every day. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. Big shout out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a trait. I mean, it's a, that's a good trade secret for somebody that's starting out. Yeah. Yeah, that they've got a support team already built in and they don't have to, you know, do anything extra to do that. They just need to utilize them and honor yeah. that and, you know, see yeah. them. That's so cool. Do you have a certain process that you have sort of honed in on or that you've really, you know, like created as your own or felt like, you know, somebody can benefit from some of these lessons? Well, that's that's a great question because before I was like so eager beaver that I would just like, I'll do it. You know, I don't, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And you're just, and you're missing certain key factors. And so what I talked about earlier is like my time in the morning, that's part of my process of like when I'm lifting weights or running, 
you know, something will hit me or I'll just, you know, it's just because I have that clarity space. I feel, you know, you can believe in what everybody believes in and that's great. But for me, it's like quiet. I talk to the stars, talk to my family that's passed on. I'll just like give me the guidance. And so that's where all that stuff comes through. So I have to create like my space of like calm and serenity. So the creativity flows, you know, and sometimes it's also, I can just look at something and I'm like, oh my God, well, if we turn it and then paint it and do this, you know, that could work for that. Um, so that's my pro and then also too, part of my process, I'm like rambling is like a clean home. Like uh, my stuff has to be like super organized. Cause like for me, like I've always told my partner, I'm like, I'm constantly in like sheetrock and things are falling and electrical and hard hats. So when I come home, like, I don't want to feel like I'm at work. I want to be yeah. like, yeah. you know, part of that, like, oh, it's our moment. So there's that, but that the creative process, I think when it comes, it comes, you know, Rachel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes it'll last like. You'll go, 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 go till I'm like blue in the face and take an exhaustion or that sometimes it'll be like, it'll, it'll take a while. So like I said, I used to be eager to be even like, I'll get you these drawings and ideas by Monday and it's Friday. And like, I stress myself out. It turns out to be pooping like, so when it comes like two weeks is like when I usually can get develop a concept and then. Oh, I love that. Okay. That. So yeah, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. Following that process is huge. And I, and I feel that as well. And it's really about like feeling into our bodies and into our intuition and knowing that. It's like, if it's, if it's getting late or once the sun goes down for me, it's like my creative process is pretty much shot. Right. Like, and then if you PM for me, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Cause I started yeah, my, in the morning, my, so by three. Yeah. I mean, you've been 12 hours at that point. That's yeah. Yeah. That's pretty nuts. And yeah. Realizing our body rhythms. It's uh two, when two 30 comes along, that's when I start to fade. And so either I'll try to like come up with some sort of a pick me up or I got to get outside. I got to do something yeah. like I could literally fall asleep, like in my chair, if not that <laughs> if I'm not running around. Yeah, I tell you, yeah, like I always tell clients too. I'm like, you know, just because you text me at seven, like I'm literally like in bed at 730, like already had the bath. We're there. We got the lavender oils. We're good to go. Like, you know, but I, we start early, even lower in a DRC with, I always make my appointments like at, you know, nine, nine oh five in the morning. Yeah. Cause she's like, you hit your threshold at two o'clock or I'm like, I don't know, just order it. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. I get it. Yeah. And that's another thing it's, that's really important is to know that about ourselves. So then we can prepare to be successful. So knowing, okay, we will not book an appointment at two 30 yeah. o'clock. Like that's just not what's going to happen. That can start creating the time for slowing down and coming within and picking up some water and replenishing a little bit so that we can start to, to go down into the, the quiet mode. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And then also like, and then knowing, and I, and I always tell myself this too, when I'm like trying to push through it or like when I'm just like exhausted and I'm still like, no, we got to get this done, you know, in my head, you know, it's that voice yeah um, of like, you know what? I always tell myself, if you do this first thing in, in the morning, when you're fresh and you feel good, you're going to yes. get done in like half an hour. If you try to do it now, it's going to take you like three hours. So yeah. You know, and that's uh, so kind of how do you feel like that too? I'm like, I think it's just kind of like us as designers feel this like this sometimes. I'm like, is everybody else like feeling like this? Like, are like, yeah, but I get it now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I have, I don't know if you've ever met Carl. I think you have met Carl, my, my business Maybe. partner for design. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So he knows that too about me. So he's always just like, kind of like check in, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and stop right now. Or what can I get you? Or same thing when I'm in the showroom. Um, do you ever go to BDG, the tile place in Mission Hill? Yes. I'm yeah, obsessed so with Larry, the tile place. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing. So Larry knows. So I go in there and he's like, do you want an espresso? Do you want a coffee? What do you like? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, 
you know? I actually, actually gave up coffee like three years ago because it would just give me too much anxiety. I just like, so I don't, everyone's like, you don't drink coffee? I'm like, no, just can't handle it anymore. Yeah, I'll drink one cup in the morning. And then if I come down and it's that 2.30 mark, three o'clock, then I might do one more. Yeah. yeah. And then tea, the rest of the time, tea or, or kombucha to kind of yeah. keep me okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got to stay hydrated for sure. Yeah. Um, I know you spoke about your your morning ritual, which is really um, beautiful. I love talking about what people's rituals are to, to ground. Do you have anything that you do in the evening? I know you spoke about the morning thing. Yeah, I guess like I'm a big like home body person. So like at five o'clock, usually everything stops and like we make dinner like Friday nights we order out. But the rest of the time, like I love cooking and turning on some music, lighting candles, playing with my dog. So my ritual is just like being like present and like dinner. You know, what I mean, like cook really good dinners. I feel like the food is like we put in our body is like also fuels the creativity and so much. So I've never been a big like let's go to Wendy's and order number five. Like, you know, I'm not saying I haven't, but I'm saying like, that's part of the evening ritual is just like spending time with like my partner and my dog and cooking. Well, maybe watch a show, but that's it. Chill, very chill. Or baths. Oh my God. Yes. Every night it's like a bath. I'm like, a bath. Bath. Uh. Yeah. the salt and the, th and the soaps and the candle. It's like, oh my God, I'm such a gay designer. But yeah, that's what I do. But I also read that Tom Ford does that for his creativity process. He takes really? five a day. Yeah, it's very fascinating. Oh my god! And how did you find out about this? Were you just reading something, or was it just reading? I love, I love just diving into things and just getting a bunch of useless knowledge on anything. Oh my god. So, yeah, that's so amazing. Um, and I'm also curious, where do you find inspiration? Where do you find that creative spark? Oh. I, I guess like everywhere, like I mentioned earlier, like if I see certain things and for working on a project or, you know, to be honest, sometimes social media, I'll scroll I'm like, oh, that's an idea. We could do that or just out and about. I think you just have to get out and like travel and like, you know, yeah. surround yourself with a bunch of other really cool people that are passionate about what they do and like the inspiration and creativity and stuff comes from there. And so what are you, um, what's coming up for the, for you in the future? What are you, what are you brewing over there? Well, I am brewing a few things. So I think my biggest thing now I'm working uh, to do this really cool product, which I think would be really, really cool. Okay. Uh, so it's, you know, my concept is maybe I should say, but it's the uh, working with Stitch for just like oh, yeah. pillows that you, can, that you can like reverse. And like, yeah. so how many times you go to Home Goods and buy $20 pillows? Like, where do we invest in pillows where you can flip? Flip around, you know what I mean? Inside yeah. out, spring, fall, all that fun stuff. So we'll just have some manufacturing things to take care of. So that's so rad. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Um, and then, uh, you know, just the projects, you know, I'm just really excited. The lobby yeah. bar is going to open mid July for the casino. Okay. Um, and then we're starting on all that other stuff. So hopefully at the first of the year, the rest of the casino will be done. But, Are you allowed to say what casino you're working on? Sure. It is Saquon. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm allowed, but I just said it um, because because I can't. I don't really post on social media because yeah. of that. they have a whole marketing team, yeah. and so I keep it wraps. But I mean, if you see my you know Instagram, so you can see the slot machines and everything in the back. So it's a lot of fun. it's a lot of fun. It's the most amazing casino ever. It's like they're oh my old, God. super fun. It's a lot, and I'm not even a gambler, but yeah. it's just fun. It's yeah. fun. Um, I remember when I was a kid, and it was still like under a tent, and my mom would go and play bingo, and we would go at night. And we would like sneak oh. in like, 
peek in on her. <laughs> that was like, what? It was under a, at Saquon? Yeah, it was like, oh. an, it was like a temporary thing. I'm sure it was like a temporary oh, wow. thing of some sort. Yeah, I mean, this was, this was like probably 30 years ago, 35 years ago, something like wow. that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this yeah. is their, yeah, there's, it's a big, they've remodeled it, obviously. Um, like, I think five, 10 years ago, they built the, what we're working on now. So, okay. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, I want to go back to your, your product line. So, is this going to be with the pillows and everything? Is this going to be something that's going to be like on your website? Is this a, like, what is, how do people get? Yeah. Just be something on my website, you know, just trying to like build that, you know, some other fun accessories and like possibly the drapes that would match with it to like flip too, you know, because I okay. love, I feel like one of the easiest things and coolest things to do in a house is like get fun pillows and like you can mix them up all the time. They're inexpensive, you know, but you know, the challenge is like, you know, always going and getting the ones, you know, at the store. So if you kind of like pick from a line of like five fabrics yep. that I'll offer you and you can like mix and match and then reverse them. So you kind of have fresh and new pillows you know, for all seasons or different events. So I just think pills zhuzh up the place. Like, oh, of course. I love it. Yeah. Do you have any other like quick tips that you can get people to kind of give them that fresh sort of look? I know you talk about pillows and keeping the house nice and clean. Yeah, I think a couple, you know, I'm love too. It's like I go, go every two weeks to uh, flowers. I love fresh flowers. Yeah. You know, my favorite is like, it just makes the home like, you know, I'm fake ones too, you know, because, you know, you uh, don't have a huge flower budget, but yeah. Yeah. fresh flowers like on a dining table or a coffee table. Uh, my favorite ones are hydrangeas. You just cut them above the knuckle at an angle and they last for two, three weeks. Super amazing. It's just like that and a candle and you're good to go. You know what I mean? Get the life in your house. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing in that life, like flowers do so much for the vibration of the house and just bringing it up. And it also, it just makes you happy, right? It's like, I know, right? It's like, especially tulips. Tulips are my other favorite. And it's like a tulip season right now. So I'm just like, oh, here we go. <laughs> tulip, tulip. <laughs> Do it. Feel it free, French. Yeah. Uh, so. so good. So good. Yeah. And I'm also glad you mentioned Linda Stitch because um, we're going to be, it's part of the group. We're going to go to the workroom and do a whole tour and have Linda, you know, share her her magic with all of us and it's gonna be yeah she's 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 great i always say i was just you know that's why it's so great with having people like drc and like yeah. you know this i you just have the concept and they kind of bring it together like yeah. her with her pillows she's working on right now for a client she's like well what if you do this i'm like great here you go here's the fabrics they want have at it so you have to also allow the people to have their creative process too you can't be like for me you know when i left that partnership it was because the other guy was so egotistical and it's his way and no way didn't listen really to the client or what I was saying or other things. I'm just like, you have to like, you know, let yeah. people do their thing, like in clap, like respectfully. Yeah. So. so was that a partnership that you guys were in a, like a firm together? Was it like your guys' um, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we did it. Uh, it lasted, like I said, six months. And I was like, we're dissolving this or real fast. <laughs> it's like, it just wasn't, you know, it was, yeah. You know, he worked at a, uh, it was, um, a long time ago, he worked at at home. I don't remember if that yeah. remember that yeah. furniture store. Um, they're no longer there, but also it was just like too much. So it was just I knew where I wanted to go in life, and I didn't know how I was going to get there. But I knew this wasn't the way with this guy. So no hard feelings. I wish him well. He's doing great things now. It just was like I don't want to be walking on eggshells and like you know worried. I'm like this is my business too. So yeah, I'm glad you said that because, and I'm glad that you were able to do that so fast 
I think even as like designers that are coming up or that are wanting to get into the field, they might feel like they have to stick with something because, you know, we feel like, oh, if I don't, if I don't stick with it or if I don't keep with it, then what does that mean? Like, am I not, you know, good enough? Or it's just like you were able to realize this wasn't working and you cut it. Um, yeah. Like pretty fast. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing you uh, talk about too, because I learned, you know, just cutting it and knowing it. And like, there's nothing wrong with like, being direct and upfront and honest right away, you know, saying like, this is going to work or even changing your mind. Like I just had a client be like, I woke up at three in the morning. It's like, no, we have to do this instead and like make quick changes. So, you know, it's okay to like speak up like this isn't for me, this isn't working and things like that with business partners or even clients. I think we've all had a few clients where you're like, this is going to work out. <laughs> oh, I'm going to just, I don't need the money that bad. Good luck. Watch your HGTV, which is great, but it's not for me. So that's important too, is to like know who you want to work with. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about separating from a, from a client? Like how do you navigate that? Uh, yeah, I have, you know, in the past, like I said, in the very beginning, I, you know, I was eager beaver and like, I saw pink flags, you know, not quite red yet, but you know, you're like, mm, and sure enough, it was five alarm fire, but, um, I'm all about energy too. You know, honestly, when you walk into a space and I feel like, you know, at this stage in the game, when people are like, oh, well this, and they, when they bring up, you know, like, well, I can do it myself. Or I have somebody that can do it or a buddy. I'm like, that's totally fine. Like more power to you, film it, be a YouTube star, fantastic. But like, I know what goes on behind it. So I think, you know, when I hear those conversations happen, I'm kind of like, okay, and I usually come home, you know, and like sit with it. And I was like, well, you know, cause, but then, then you, most of the time I just send an email like, you know, I'm so sorry right now. I just don't think we're a great fit because I never commit to a project without going to the person's home and meeting them and talking to them about things other than design too. Like I want to yeah. know like what their show, like what, where's their vibe, like what they do, what they do for yeah. fun. Like you have, I have to make sure it's like a mesh because it's a friendship and most projects are not two weeks or like six months to a year. You're like, they're, they're you're like their house guest. You know, you're there every day and doing stuff. So got a mesh. Otherwise it's no bueno. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I love that you read the the energy of it and the vibe. And and I think so many designers do do this, but we just don't, you know, kind of share it or, or talk about it. Yeah. There's definitely a vibe that has to happen for this to align properly. Um, yeah. Well, I yeah. think you and I actually had that one client in common. That's why I think it's so funny is when I was with that partnership. And like, I, you know, again, eager beaver, but they were constantly late, you know, two, three hours for every meeting. It was like 11 o'clock at night. And then they were hungry and just like, and then the brother, I mean, there's so much going on. So we exited it, whether they fired us or we exited, I don't really care. But, and then when I first met you, you're like, oh my God. And you kind of had the same experience. Right? Oh my gosh. I totally forgot about that. But, when, oh, but yeah. when you were talking about red flags, I was like, I know a red flag. <laughs> no, I know. That's same, same person. Yeah. I was just like, mm, your brother's stealing the copper pipes out of the house. I know where this is going to go. Yeah. <sighs> oh my gosh. I forgot about them. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny because I actually have, they were one of the first floor plans I did and I have it framed on my wall is artwork. And I was just like, it's just a constant reminder of my house. Like I said, talking about art, just like, oh, yeah. I remember where it started. You know what I mean? Right there. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh too funny so you're going to be um the design panel that we're doing on june 10th so there's going to be three designers coming on and um i've got some really cool aspiring designers that are 
wanting to get into the business and, and, you know, it's really about sharing with them our experiences so that they can learn from successes and these red flags and just all of it. Um, so if you're excited to have you on, it's just going to be really, really amazing. How can other people that, um, want to maybe have you in for design service? get a hold of you. They can find me on my website, Instagram, or all social media. It's just my name, nateyourgoing.com. Um, and of course, I am a big texter, so they can always text me on my cell phone number. I don't know if you want me to give it or you'll give it later. Um, you know, you can put it in the show notes. I mean, you're going to put your phone number out there. That's pretty brave. It, uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but I mean, sometimes. <laughs> okay, I would love you <laughs> Maybe just do the email. Just do the email. <laughs> okay. That's true. <laughs> I, especially I was on I was on vacation last week and I got emails. Everyone's like, oh, I know you're on vacation, but do you know where this is? And what do you think of this? And like, I totally love it because I actually love what I do and like all my clients. But sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm on vacation. I'm like, I'm just, you know, but whatever. Yeah, what can yeah. you do? It's what we signed uh, up for, right? Exactly. I, business. I think I think that's the thing with, you know, just making boundaries. And that's a constant struggle of like trying to hold that space and, yeah. and be there for the client too. Cause I feel like the clients are so personal, you know, they're like our friends. They're like, they're people that we care about and we want to hold their hand. We want to offer support because we know they feel, sometimes they can feel a bit lost and it's like just re-guiding them back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm excited. This is gonna be so fun. So there's, I always think about all the stuff that I wasn't really taught and you learn in school that you find out like, cause you got to be thrown into the field. Yeah. So this will be fun. Like I always tell my partner, I go, they don't teach you when you're like 200 grand over and they're calling you at two in the morning. Like, where's this at? The plumbing's leaking and stuff like that. In college, you're like, just make it pretty. You're like, great, yeah. graduate. I'm like, hey, here's the reality. Yeah, for sure. And that's what we're, that's what we're going to do. That's what it's all about yeah. is teaching the, the stuff we don't learn in the classroom for sure. Oh, uh, great. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and just, you know, just the behind the scenes, your design process of being really intentional and being grounded and how you connect to that source of inspiration is, is really, really rad. Um, oh, thanks. Yes, and of course. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure chatting with you. You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E, and find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.